Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Hang Time Podcast Instant Analysis. Game one of the finals here at Oracle Arena. Seku Smith, John Schumann from NBA.com here on the floor. Still scratching my head, shoe on how... Cleveland had a chance to win this game. Knocked down a free throw. J.R. Smith, if he knows the, the score and, and and goes towards the basket and puts huge rebound. You put that back in. Maybe you get maybe you escape here with a win. Instead, you're on the wrong side of a 124-114 overtime loss where LeBron James scores 51 points. Dishes out eight assists and grabs eight rebounds. Um, yeah, I mean, unbelievable performance from LeBron, but an absolutely crushing loss for the Cavaliers. Yeah, I think they're feeling what some of the uh, their Eastern Conference opponents were feeling against them uh, during these playoffs. You know, some uh, missed. It's all about missed opportunities, right? I mean, Indiana. How how many opportunities did they miss yeah, out on, on knocking this team out? Uh, Toronto had a couple of close games even in that getting swept and then obviously Boston in game seven just had just missed one or two many uh, open shots and so the Cavs sort of getting a taste of their own medicine um you know with obviously a, just a, a huge missed opportunity here at the end of uh, regulation and you know right now we wonder is that the best they got or is is can they come back with more and and rebound from uh from such a, a, a crushing loss. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, what else would you do if you're LeBron? How do you how do you walk into that locker room and say, "I just I just dropped fifty one eight and eight. Like I'm, he's got to be racking his brain. Like, damn, what, what else can I do? I don't know. You know, his his jumper went away a little bit in the second half. He struggled uh, with the uh, with the sort of step back jumpers in the second half. I mean, obviously, fatigue had to play a part in that. Um, and he can't be expected to make every shot he takes. So I don't know if he can play any better than that. Um, obviously, the Warriors got to find some answers to how they're defending him. Yeah. Um, did you like Did you like him trying to go at Steph repeatedly like that? Yeah. Because I mean, the the success rate is not what you think with him with Steph guarding him. His his his, sex, his, his success rate for LeBron. I mean, he thought he got to basket plenty. Like, I think that's the Warriors' one worry right now is how often he got to the basket tonight. I mean, but he didn't convert as much as you think. If, if I'm not mistaken, Kevin Cottrell, our, our senior researcher at NBA TV, told me that, that he, Le, LeBron's like six for twenty-six with Steph Garden. Not nearly as successful as it looks, you know, when you watch him physically bowl Steph out the way, but he's not he's not converting on it. I still think that's their their you know their primary option. Um, I thought they had some success with Kevin Love in the post uh, in the second half. I thought they, their minutes with LeBron off the floor were actually pretty good. Yeah, um, and and that was playing through Kevin Love uh, for quite a bit of, of, of that. You know what's um, funny is uh, Houston thought that was their best option as well, 
and they found themselves, you know, trying to take advantage of steps to the point where it just didn't it didn't pan out the way you expect. It didn't pan out the way you expect. You know, you're thinking we got a physical advantage here. Let's let's exploit it. And you spend so much time trying to do that. To me, you kind of miss a bunch of other opportunities. Yeah, and if but if you had, I mean, I, I think that's just the way the Cavs play. I mean, they're right. not a they're not the Warriors in, in regards to to ball movement, in regards to player movement, off the ball screens. You know, that's just not who they are. I mean, LeBron taking advantage of mismatches is who the Cavs are. Right. Um, right. And maybe you know. Uh, the success isn't there when he's trying to shoot against those mismatches, but those mismatches can also provide passing lanes. You know, you see that you see you saw tonight the Warriors not necessarily double teaming, but hedging. Yes, big time. hedging over or you know Draymond. sliding into the paint from the weak side, yeah. and then LeBron can throw those darts to the weak side corner. Yep. Um, you know, the issue I think uh, tonight, you know, his teammates were he was three for seven for three. His teammates were seven for thirty. From three, yeah. that's not good enough. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love one for eight. Uh, Jeff Green one for six. I mean, right there, that's a lot of, you know, missed opportunities. Um, right. There. I mean, although you know, in in overall, it was a fairly solid offensive game for the Cavs. Yeah. I thought that Kyle Korver had more opportunities than he did. I, I didn't realize he only got three three shots from. From deep, that was kind of surprising that he that he had so few opportunities. Um, shoot, the Warriors got great production. Anytime, you know, Durant is twenty six on twenty two shots. Steph Curry gets twenty nine on twenty three shots, and Clay Thompson, who they I thought they forgot about for a stretch there late. You were talking about it all, uh, no. all that fourth quarter. Uh, he gets, I looked, yeah, he gets we, 24 on 16 shots. I mean, you can't ask for more for yeah, those guys. We looked at, you know, Clay. His last shot of regulation was with a little over 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And you talk, You were sitting right next to me talking and saying, why, why, where's Clay Thompson in this? And their offense got, the Warriors offense got real stagnant they late did. in that fourth. There was a lot of Curry isolation, a lot of uh, Durant isolation. Um and and that hurt them late. Yeah. You know, they had a six-point lead um, with a little under five minutes to go. They lost it. Um, they sort of lucked out to get to overtime. And then in overtime, we saw the ball movement. We saw the player movement. And Clay Thompson sprung open for a couple of corner threes. Um, Warriors made their first five shots of overtime, assisted on all five of their buckets in overtime, which is uh, great, I think. Like I said, so I think they, they sort of found themselves yeah. after that sort of stagnation late in the fourth. They found themselves in overtime, and Clay Thompson moving around and, and getting open was a big part of that. There's going to be a lot of controversy, obviously. The reverse on the on the block charge, <laughs> um, where LeBron clearly turned his shoulder into uh, Kevin Durant and was moving, but it was called a charge initially. It was overturned. I know that it's already been explained by by Joe Borgia and whoever else that the officials had the right to overturn that call, but I'm sure that's not going to make anybody in Cleveland feel any better about it today. Yeah, you could probably question the process a little bit, whether they needed to go to review or whether LeBron was clearly outside the circle, but in the end they got the call right. I mean, it was was clearly a block. He was moving. His his sort of 
he sort of uh, took that charge shoulder first, uh, it seemed to me. So they got the call right. Uh, Durant's free throws tied the game, and, and, you know, that was that. The other seemingly controversial thing that happened, and we'll find out more, I guess, later, is uh, whether or not Tristan Thompson will be available in game two. I mean, that it was a strange stretch where, you know, Sean Livingston takes that shot, basically at the end of the game, it's over. And Tristan, for whatever reason, shiver, you know, tried to shiver him as he's coming down from the jump shot. He lost at school, and it's it's uh, inexcusable. So it was a Bush League play, and he deservedly got tossed for it. Um, and, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what the league says about that uh, going forward. Um, he is obviously a huge part of what the Cavs are doing. Um, he can be a matchup issue uh, for Golden State when they want to try to play small. Um, so he's, you know, his status for game two is obviously huge. Warriors ownership, I'm sure, is sitting back saying if Draymond had to miss a game two years ago for swinging – at LeBron and Tristan connected. They're going to demand. I mean, I can't imagine they would be satisfied with anything, but uh, um, wait a minute. Draymond was suspended for, uh, for the points he accumulated over the playoffs, not for that one single uh, incident with LeBron. Good point. Good point. Point of clarification. But he was going to, I mean, I wonder, do you get a game for contact? I mean, that was a punch. Tristan Thompson through. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't get a clear look at it. Um, so we'll just have to see. Other mysteries between now and, and Sunday's game, too. Um, Clay Thompson's leg. I don't know. I don't even know how he came back and played after he got twisted like that early in the game by J.R. Smith. I, I thought he was done when he, when he missed the remainder of the first quarter. That looked really scary, but he ended up playing. 45 and a half minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I guess he's okay. Durant, I didn't realize Durant, 46 minutes. Curry, Draymond 46 and a half. Yeah, Draymond, 47. Clay Thompson, 45. LeBron, 47, was the only one that eclipsed 40 on the on the Cavs side. Um, yeah, it was a lot of big minutes. Good thing we have uh, two days off between game one and two. What is your main adjustment if you're the Cavaliers for game two? What do you adjust? What do you do differently to try and, you know, get the finish you thought you had in regulation in this game? You know, it's tough to say. You know, I think um, it's hard for Cleveland, being who they are, to crank things up defensively. Um, That's always going to be – that side of the floor is always going to be an issue for them. Um, you know, I thought offensively they were pretty sharp, especially that first quarter was was incredible um, how sharp it was. And then in the fourth, they got 29. So um, they withstood the third quarter wave and everything. I mean, they yeah, they did. They they really did. It's amazing. Um, you know, they came back from 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 a, a little bit of a hole. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what Cleveland looks at and says, you know, we can do this or this better. You know, for them and with Golden State's offense, you know, the, the goal is always to be physical off the ball, you know, try to push them off of their cuts, off of their off of their screens, um, push them away from the floor, uh, away from the uh, away from the basket. 
physicality is always a key with this team. I think that's what Houston uh, was successful with a little bit uh, in the in the conference finals. The shooters, I mean, just having guys who are going to take and make those shots at clutch moments. Tonight it was Clay with two big shots in overtime. Um, I thought Steph had some great drives, answered baskets. You know what I mean. Um, when LeBron comes down and scores, Steph comes back right back down, gets a layup. You know, in uh, a foul. I mean, there's. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, it's a good point. Like that one, there was one drive late in the fourth um, for Curry to get get into the basket. Um, obviously, that's something Cleveland will look at. They obviously can't give let him have a straight line drive to the basket. Um, it's the great thing about Curry is is that he sort of I've said this before he leverages his three point shooting to get to the basket. The threat of him being able to pull up off the dribble. Um, has defenses up and at uh, you know in him up at the top of the key, and he he has the ability obviously to get back, get down, get downhill and finish at the basket, and right. that was a huge huge bucket for them. Obviously, who do you if if you're the Warriors, is this your scare game? You've you know you don't you know you don't get comfortable and win win easy in game one, roll in game two, and then you go to Cleveland and get a scare game. I and mean, you've gotten your scare game on opening night. Um, I would imagine you're wide awake now. You're, you're looking at this and going, "This, we we we've lived through 2016. We're not going to do this again." It's interesting, you know. LeBron and said, "You know, game one's a feel out game for me." You know, and it was definitely not a feel out game for feeling out from, for Fitty. You know, I think I think he saw the urgency with this with, with this particular opponent. Hey, we got to we got we can't we can't take our time with these guys. We have to come at it, come at them uh, from the get go. And I, you know. He obviously had a huge game, and you know we'll see what what Golden State feels like they can need to do. I, I, I've said you know they have to figure out a way to keep him away from the basket, a, a, a find a better way to stay in front um, of him, and then like, but like I said, the, the problem with that is if if you try to show him bodies in the paint, he's going to find shooters on on the on the outside, and so I think maybe going forward, you know, we're going to see you know uh, more on more leverage on the Cavs shooters and whether they if it could be like a, a sort of a make or miss series for the other guys on Cleveland you look at the the way the game was played and it didn't I don't know if people realized how turnover you know the Cavaliers only committed 11 turnovers the Warriors only had seven total. the Warriors only Warriors had, had eight yeah I mean 30, for the Cavaliers. unbelievable I mean it was a it was everything you'd want in a game one of a of a series between two teams that have played three times in a row before. Yeah, like I um, said, I thought the offenses were really sharp yeah. for game one and for both teams coming off of a a, a seven game series. You might have expected more of a, a slugfest, more of an ugly. I mean, in the, more of an ugly game, and I thought it, it was impressive how sharp these teams were in, in game one. I mean, the biggest lead for both teams was eleven. I mean, so it was a competitive. And that war that Warriors lead was in overtime. Yes, so. I mean it was a competitive nose to nose, you know, basketball game. This was not I know this these playoffs have been marked by some really lopsided wins. <laughs> but this was not that kind of game. This was a really good game. And in last year's final, only one game, game three, was within five in the last five minutes. And we've already got one of those this year. So we've got as many game, many close games in, in this year's finals as we had in last year's finals. All things finals can be found on NBA.com, NBA TV, 
the NBA app, everything. I mean, all the wrap-up, post-game analysis, features, news, everything you're looking for can be found there. Um, Siku Smith and John Schumann here at Oracle Arena. Wrapping up after game one, a, a crazy, wild overtime 124 to 114 win for the Golden State Warriors to take a 1 0 lead in this series. Um, it's going to be a very interesting 48 hours between these games and trying to figure out who does what, who's healthy, who's not. Um, Kevin Love didn't look any worse for wear. I know he just came out of concussion protocol, but he looked fine to me. Um, we'll see what Clay Thompson is feeling like. Andre Godala could be coming back. Um, so the dynamics shift. I, I'm glad they got 48 hours. It gives everybody that played big minutes time to rest. So there'll be no complaints about being tired because everybody's had two full days to get some rest and get ready for what should be, a, you know, a, a second round of hopefully what we saw tonight. You know, two best teams in the league going at it on the big stage Sunday on ABC. We'll be here. Um, barring a catastrophe, making sure you don't get lost somewhere on your off time, um, get caught up sightseeing or something crazy. Got a lot of work to do, John. This thing's just getting started. Let's have six more of these. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Careful. Careful. We'll see you next time after game two. Seku Smith, John Schumer from NBA.com here on the Hang Time Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Hang Time Podcast, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts for a new episode every Thursday this season. And as always, say kuna matata.